This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, there's nothing like a good battle in the afternoon. The chandelier just falls between us. I got some gems here. Who wants to clean a bar? I know they're for doors, Red. Don't touch my illusion. You ever notice that sometimes you just talk and it starts to lose meaning altogether? Nobody wants to hear from your butts, Kralot. I'll avoid the beans then. <laughs> it's okay. You've had a few cleaning beers. There's still something going on. Can I have a beer? I need to mop behind the bar. Uh... Maybe we should, you know, be discreet about this. There's like nothing more discreet than a big cloud of fog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 81, Wipe the Slate Clean. This week's MVP is Brent from Straya, who's just joined us on Discord and is midway through binging our back catalog. Whenever you hear this, thanks for joining us, Brent. Guys, if you haven't yet joined our Discord server, be like Brent. Come say hi. It's where we do most of our socializing and we have an incredible community who can't wait to meet you. Social links are on our website. Everyone wants to be like Brent. What happens when a sassy thief meets a Scottish werewolf? Red Gate and Wolf, the actual play Monster of the Week podcast. This show is a friend of ours and rife with supernatural shenanigans. So if you're looking for a new AP that uses the Monster of the Week system, check them out at redgateandwolf.com. All right, shall we get down to business? Let's do it. I am dying. Oh, no. <laughs> of? For a vacation. Oh. Scared us there. <laughs> me too. I don't even care where we go. Yeah. I love my life. Don't get me wrong, Harlan and I. We've got it great here, and I'm very thankful for all of the things that we have. But I just want to get out of this house. Yeah. I want to get mm. lost somewhere. So, are you like a, a beach vacation? Do you want to go camping? What's your like ideal? If you're dreaming heart of hearts, where I are you headed? I would love to go camping. I wouldn't say no to like a week in the Dominican Republic. Mm. <laughs> but I think we're more dreaming of that sort of vacation because camping is cool. But I think what we're all hoping for is yeah. to be able a mini to go fridge somewhere. Vacation. Yeah, exactly. I want to rummage through a strange refrigerator on my vacation. Yes, get some Airbnb action going on. Oh yeah, see what they got in all those cupboards. <laughs> a vacation where you snoop in somebody else's house. It's ideal. That's the best. That's kind, kind of vacation. You pretend you're a their, burglar. Learn all their secrets. I mean, I do enjoy the ones where you get to go through. Through a grocery store that is completely different, but also the same as the ones near you. Those are always fun. Harlan loves looking at all the weird snacks. I really do. And tasting them and going through their safes and going through their tech. What? Wait, what are you I talking Circled about? back Ooh. around again. What about you, Justin? <laughs> uh, you know what? Camping. Joe, Joe got it for me. Like, I want to be in nature. I want to wake up where there's no sounds of the city around me, where there's sounds of birds like morning doves and robins. There's also just ah! the, just the Jesus freshness, Christ. the freshness of just being in yeah. like Algonquin Park mm. and so far away. Just you breathe so mm-hmm. much Those little easier. zines about beavers mm. that fucking suck. Beavers are the fucking worst. <laughs> I love cooking on an open fire too. Oh, fire. Is there something about the way you look tonight? First thing in the morning, it's like cold and there's condensation on the inside of your tent. Then you unzip it and mm. you and you slip on your cold shoes because even in the summertime, it's still cold in the morning for some yep. reason. Yep. You Canada, a hoodie and you yep. like look and you like step crap. out. Yeah, yeah. I you love being like the first one awake and making the fire. That's one of my favorite uh, things about camping. I love waking up to see Joe struggling to make the fire. I oh, no. teasing. Good fire. I'm joking. <laughs> it would have been that joke no matter who said it. <laughs> well, we actually have a camping trip booked for July. And nice. it's a, nice. a backcountry camping trip again. So it means I'm paddling in. Hey. Just the two of you? Four of us. Yeah. Well, you're bringing Karma the little ones. Whoa. Backcountry yeah. camping with, Baby with camping. two little ones. That's She'll oh, be yeah. 13 months then? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. my gosh. That's We've ambitious. got a life jacket that'll fit her, so that's fine. <laughs> that's it's all you need. Like... Once you're big enough for the life jacket, get in the fucking woods. We're... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Shit, just grab a paddle. She's what? not paddling. And honestly, it's going to be easier than hiking, because I think hiking would just get tiresome, especially with the four-year-old. He's falling a ditch or something. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> falling a, a hole. Liam, get out of that ditch. That's great. Yeah, so that was nice. exciting. Yeah, yeah. 
Camping is a lot like D and feel like because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of that like get like set up your Liam and tiny hut, get your rations out, sharpen Look out for your, giants, sharpen your blades. You do got to check for giants every night. <laughs> check for true. traps. Check for yeah. traps. Yeah. yeah, except these giants are covered in fur yeah. and have massive claws. Bug bears, bear bears, but they they're very fooled by stringing the food up in a tree. They just don't get they it. Are. You'd think they're that tall, it'd be fine. But they're like, I don't know, where something smells good, but where the fuck is it? <laughs> like this is too much trouble. Giant proof bins i gotta go eat the human in the tent <sighs> oh should we play some real life camping yes yeah. real let's play some real fake life camping. let's do it six dead bodies litter the floor of the tap room in the copper cup fast hall a table smokes wetly charred by arcane fire and only just extinguished with the decanter of endless water A couple of patrons peek out from behind overturned tables, and when they see the coast is clear, they run out through the front door. Kraloth and Torin are knelt over Jack, who lies on the floor, newly healed and conscious. There were people in here? Torin, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you? Yeah, uh, Kraloth is here. He was always going to get me. And Torin puts his hand on your shoulder, Kraloth, and he says, thank you. That's what I do. Yeah. I guess so. What the hell happened? We were just coming back from dropping Z off at the boat. Some ruffians just burst in through the door and they were trying to buy the bar, but essentially they just attacked us when I refused. And Jack stood up for me. Good job, Jack. Thanks, Fred. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome, Torin. I mean, has that sort of thing happened before, Torin, or... Not to I my mean, knowledge. I mean, this place has been around a long time, but... Kraloth stands up and walks over to the corpse of what appears to be the captain that's close by and kicks it with his boot lightly. And I kneel down and I'm just going to search for any sort of insignia that would indicate who this person is. Great idea. And Red walks over and he just checks the front door and, you know, like opens it and leans out a little bit and then locks it for a moment. Ah, just in case they decide to... You know, bring in some backup. Doran, you did good over there, bud. And I, like, walk over and high-five Doran. Well, there's nothing like a good uh, slaughtering battle in the afternoon, isn't that? That feels nice to get back into it. Yeah, it was great to have a fight. And the chandelier just falls between us. Sort of, like, not even phased by the fact that it just happened. He was more, more like, pleased that he had the encounter. He had the chance to chop some people up. Jack's eyes go wide. Less worried about now that everybody's safe, but more that Doran's going to do something gross in front, you know, in Torrin's place of business. <laughs> Just like, don't chop anybody up. Don't eat anybody. <laughs> yeah, Please yeah. don't bathe your beard in anything. Yeah. Like, Jack's not just pleading with you across the room. And then, in fact, just behave. Doran doesn't even pay any attention. He he walks over and looks at Torin, and he kind of uh, grabs a mug off the shelf and he gestures towards. A barrel of beer. Do you mind if I... Uh, uh, go ahead. Would anybody else like... Uh, the ones over there at the end of the bar, Doran. Those are for you. We set them aside. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So Doran goes and slugs back a couple of beers. Kraloth, on the body of this bandit, you find ten silver pieces, nine gold pieces, and a ring of iron keys. Hmm... Apart from that, he's got his weapons, which are nothing terribly interesting. He holds up the keys and tosses them to Jack and says, any idea what these are? They're keys. Good job, Jack. <laughs> I know they're keys, Jack. What are they for? Doors. 
I know they're for doors, Red, but what doors do they open? Locked ones. Uh, Torin like <laughs> grabs your arm, Jack, and sort of helps you to your feet, and then you know puts your oh, arm around you. his shoulder, and the two of you yeah. walk over to like a little booth area, and he gets you set up somewhere where you can recover your stamina a little bit. Yeah, you two rest. Uh, you know, let the boys and I clean up this mess. And I sort of motion to Kraloth to like start moving some of the bodies at the back door. Yeah, what are you mm. going to do with the bodies? Yeah, we'll probably call a constabulatory or whatever and get them all sorted out. Yeah, you guys could probably get in touch Not with the city watch. before we search them all. Search all the bodies. Yeah. All of the bodies. So yeah, as we're moving them out, we take them through the back door and place mm-hmm. them in piles and do quick searches of them uh, and collect what we find. Cool. Also, at one point, Kraloth steps over to the counter and puts the gold pieces that he finds uh, just on top. So nine nine gold and ten silver. That's actually not a bad idea, Kraloth. We probably should leave Torrin a little bit of money. And he gestures to the state mm. of the bar. You know, and he says in a hushed tone, that might be why they tried to target this place. It seems like the imp did some real damage. Maybe mm. we should leave a little bit of cash for... Uh, mm. And, like, Doran pops up from behind the bar as he was, like, filling his tanker just between the two of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, I definitely. I, I think so. I mean, torren has been nothing but good to us. And, uh, you know, he is with Jack, and, uh, you know, Jack means a lot to us, too. So I think whatever we do, we should definitely support them. Of course. It's going through Doran's head now as he's saying this. He's looking kind of across the bar at Torin helping Jack up and, and across to sit down. Doran can't help but think now what must be going through Torin's head as far as the uh, fear. And maybe this is a new level of Doran that, that you see. You know what Torin might be feeling now, seeing Jack potentially leave again and having to face situations like this on his own without Torin around. <laughs> Doran's thinking That's- about it. As he's drinking. Doran discovers empathy. Yeah. <laughs> you got a feed for that? And there's like a long stare across Doran's the bar. just staring weirdly at Torin. <laughs> Doran, stop staring weirdly. There's like blood dripping from his axe. <laughs> anyway, we'll move these out and then leave some cash. Yeah. Let's go. So Kraloth and Red, you're, you're unloading these bodies out into the back alley and uh, going through their pockets and stuff. On the assassin's body you find a small flask of some kind of liquid. You find a list of people, people's names. Mm. There's 24 silver pieces in a pouch that was on her waist. The mages actually got Jack's arcane focus in like a pouch at her waist as well. So you can, you know, retrieve that and give it back to Jack. Mm. She's also got a couple of cut gemstones, blue and green, The twins, between the two of them, they've got a pair of dice that are engraved in runes, as well as eight silver and 60 copper pieces. Mm. Hmm. Um, And then it looks like they were uh, pickpocketing the place while they were moving around. So you find like a clock that was on one of the mantles in the (sighs) copper cup. You find like a pair of candlesticks that they had like lifted so there's a couple of things that belong to the copper cup that they have on their person and the orc has got 20 silver on his person but apart from that nothing else red just pulls out that list of names Mm. and glances Mm. over it quickly any of them recognizable Mm. no one you know okay and i obviously kraloth and i i feel like we're doing all this in the alley together Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah i got some weird stuff but here you should keep these i have a set of dice too oh and i give you the dice 
Oh, neat, neat. I'll teach you how to play that uh, game that the dwarves taught us. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. You'll have to show me. I feel like that Doran's helping pulling the bodies out, but you guys are kind of going through the pockets and stuff. And and I just picture Doran, he goes back in with a bucket. So he kind of throws the bucket of water, trying to clean up the floor a bit behind the bar so it's not just covered in blood. And before we head back inside, I'm just going to unstopper that flask of liquid and just take a whiff. Can I roll Arcana on it or something? Um, Roll a medicine check for me. Happily. That would be 19. Hey-o. It's a vial of... Poison, something that an assassin would probably use to season her blades or arrows. Uh, I'm going to keep this poison. It'll be good on my arrows. And I put it in the bag of holding along with everything else. Oh, that's a good idea. And then we head back in. Yeah, so Jack and Torin are recovering. Yeah, I think like Jack's sitting kind of quietly. He's a little bit... like there, There's definitely part of him that is really glad his friend showed up to you know save the day there's part of him that wishes he could have you know been standing at at the end instead of collapsed on the floor so he's you know not making a ton of eye contact mostly just looking at these keys trying to like just just to feel in control of something trying to figure out like okay which is the one they use most frequently and are they new made keys or old made keys and are they to doors Mm -hmm. or are they to chests or are they you know, Torin recognizes this piercing concentration where you are focusing on something so diligently to avoid life. What's actually going on? And he closes his hand around the keys in your hand, like sort of mm-hmm. covers it up almost. And he's like, "You couldn't have done anything. There was too many of them. It's okay." Yeah. I I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't have been here. And he's like sort of tenderly feeling the place in his side where he took that dagger or he took that wound. Anyway, I'm just glad that you are here. That's the thing, though, I guess. Um, I have to leave pretty soon, and it's a lot of trouble you got into on my account, and this is just life in Waterdeep, right? The, I'm, worried, I'm worried about you. I'm going to get back in touch with the bouncer who left, uh, Tobias. Yeah, he's good. I know that he hasn't gone far. He, he's good. And uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll get the all of my crew back up and things will be back to normal soon. I'm sure of it. And how much uh, money did we get off of the bodies there? Nine gold and maybe like 80 silver. It's not very much at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess still like, are you good with giving it all of it to... Uh... I mean, yeah. 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 Here's 10 gold pieces. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kraloth takes this this bag of money and walks over to Jack and Torin at the table and he places it down on the table, passes it over to Torin and says, that's uh, everything that we got off of these... Uh, bandits besides some of the things that they nicked from your place already are you planning on hiring some security after this of course apart from myself and the other bartenders that i usually have here on the busy nights we do usually have bouncers but uh, i'm not sure right right. if jack told you too much i mean it's been so busy Uh, once the copper cup is back on its feet and we're well on our way Things will be back to normal. I'll have I'll have staff. Okay, good. I think these are yours too. Red walks up and puts down the uh, clock and the candlestick <laughs> and also the gemstones. And maybe these could be of worth. Uh, they're not exactly gold, but I'm sure you can trade them for. Yeah, yeah. These look like probably they'd be worth between 25 and 50 gold each. Thank you. 
Thank, thank you guys so much. But Torin, what the hell happened to you? Well, when we came here, you were gone. He casts kind of a sideways glance at Jack. I'll explain um, later. Let's let's sort of get everybody back on our feet and, and see what we can do to get this place turned around while we're while we're in town. Why don't you explain it to us while we montage a cleanup? Yeah. Stephen, not there. Doran also joins at the table. He kind of walks in, bloody hands, you know, after washing away some of the floor behind the bar from his mess that he made. And he walks up and he's, oh, Torrin, it's good to see you again. And he extends a dirty hand, then Torrin's puts it too away. too polite not to take it. I, mean, I love that like... you first asked Torrin to have a drink and then say hi <laughs> to see you. You're like, hey, can I have a beer? And then come back and you're like, hey, I didn't see you. Can I have a beer? I need to mop behind the bar. I kind of think of it as like, more like I'm over there and I just I needed to drink something before I clean up. And then I'm coming over now. It's all clean. I'm saying, oh, hey, nice to see you again. Yeah. And oh, no, I get it. I... Finally, and Jack. Yeah. You feeling okay there? Back on my feet. Ah, like always. I tell you this one, he's a strong one. <laughs> he kind of pats Jack's arm as he's looking at Torin. He's a tough one, though. <laughs> it's not the first time he's toyed with the balance. That's right. And yeah, we help clean up, and maybe Jack can catch us up to speed on what happened, and so we're all on the same page. Well, I'm and- curious about that, about how much or how little you guys want to share with each other, because a lot has transpired since the last time the four of you were together. Mm. Maybe after the bar is looking better, you know, in the later afternoon hours, you want to spend some time having a chat. Yeah, yeah. So we'll spend some time montaging. Montage. Then we'll spend some time having a chat. I can I can definitely see a, a moment in there where Jack would like a, like to find a, a time with Kraloth. Maybe they're you know flipping some furniture back around or, mm-hmm. or cleaning mm-hmm. something up in the same place. And mm. I'm struggling with something, Kraloth. I'm wondering maybe you can lend me your perspective on it. I don't know if you've ever come across this. Kraloth puts a chair on top of a table and. Uh... Dusts his hands, turns to you and says, uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's on your mind, Jack? So there's this group in the Church of Lathander now that have just gone sideways. For my whole life, that's been one of those places that always felt safe and understanding. Hmm. And they attacked and arrested Torin to get to me. Hmm. Or, or to, they just were, were, were... To get to you? Well, they were they were extreme in a way that I was not ever expecting. They they were cruel to him and had lost all their compassion. And a lot of it, mm. I mean, my own mistakes. That there's enough evidence to point to that damn imp, hmm. yeah, haunting us still. But but the way I would have expected them to act is just. Not what happened. And now there's this whole new building that's not one that I ever... Like, it just feels like it's all moved on without me. It doesn't feel safe or comfortable anymore. What you're saying is that they had a right to investigate you, but the way they went about it was not in line with the ways of Lathander? Lathander's strongly always been... I've always believed in the parts that were do what... Do what is right, but not not so much to the the letter of the law or or with a strictness that loses compassion. Mm-hmm. The part I'm struggling with, though, is I don't have time to stay and fix it. Hmm. We got to go, and I don't know how to 
reconcile those things? Uh, it'd be an uphill battle to fix something like that. It sounds like you would be up against uh, an entire perspective. I just feel betrayed by the institution somehow, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. As long as there are gods, there's always going to be people who are going to interpret those messages differently. And uh, there's always going to be people who take that down a darker side of the balance. And uh, that's always going to be the case. And if you make that your personal battle, yeah, you're going to be fighting for a long time. Kraloth, as you reassure Jack of the balance, of his righteousness, of his place here, you hear heavy footfalls on the planks of the Copper Cup Fest Hall's floor behind you. And a familiar voice says, What are you doing? Reassuring my friend here. You are wasting time. This is important. These are- You are playing maid and carpenter to what? This tavern? Did you not hear a single word that I said to you? He paces around in front of you. You see him again, almost clearer than he was inside of the Oracle's hut. With all due respect, these people were almost killed. I'm making sure that everything is back to normal. I understand the weight of my duties, and I will attend to them as quickly as I see fit. And Jack, you're just seeing Kraloth, like, talk to himself. So cool. I'm just quiet, and I'm mentally taking as many notes as I can about where Kraloth seems to be looking and, like, what just trying to figure out any clues to any invisible entity or something like it. I know he hasn't lost his mind. So now I got to figure out what's going on, but I don't Mm want to interrupt it. I don't want to. And the captain sits down in a chair, like 15 feet away from you pretty much. And he just puts his feet up on the table and he says, well, I guess I'll just relax too. I'll just sit here and wait for you to be done. Is that it? I'd pour you a beer if I could. He shakes his head and disappears. Meanwhile, you see Doran in red in the background, and Red's just like, you ever notice if you say a word over and over, it starts to lose meaning? Torin. Torin. Yeah. Torin. Doran's standing there waiting Torin. to lift a table. Torin. I've got one end Torin? of it. You ever Torin? notice that sometimes you just Torin? talk, and you, it Torin? starts to lose meaning altogether? <laughs> Torin. Torin. You mind grabbing the other end of the table there, Red, and help me pick this up? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I think eventually Red moves over to the others, too, and sits down once it's all done. It's like, all right, guys, where to next? Uh, I have a strong suspicion that we should head to uh, Yata. Mm. Remember what Orin said about that, uh, well, I guess this? And he reaches in and he pulls out the wooden poker chip with the goose on it and sort of flicks it to Kraloth. Kraloth catches it. There's something I didn't tell you guys about this, uh, and I want to level with you. Remember those dreams I was having? The ones that felt really tangible? Mm. Well, uh, I had one a few days ago, and that coin was in it. Hmm. It was featured pretty prominently. I mean, at the time, we had some more pressing matters coming back here to see how Torin was, but I think there might be something bigger going on. These dreams, they're so real, and they only started after we became part of this greater picture. And I know how hard it must be to uproot again. 
Jack. And I sort of gesture to him, but press on saying, but if this does have something to do with the ordning or our greater purpose here, I think we need to head to Yadra and at least find out what that is. Well, also, I heard it's a party city, Doran. Yeah. Um, listen, is it? I think we should go too. We've got, I think, seven days still before we have to meet Harshnag and the winter. Uh, what's that city up there? Anyways, it doesn't matter. My point is, though, Red, had you not seen this coin already? I mean, I see things all the time and I dream about them. Yeah, except these are the dreams that I wake up and I can taste the sea salt and I can smell it on my fur. Yeah, but you had already seen it. Look, you're the ones who convinced me that these dreams were something more than just dreams. And all I'm saying is that something in me is saying maybe we should check that. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting out of water deep, you know? Saying goodbye to uh, Z was heartbreaking enough, Red says, as he sort of weirdly looks down at his feet. Oh, yeah. How, how is Z? Great. Okay. Anyway, on the Yadda is my suggestion, and I think we should go as soon as possible. What do you all think? Well, what if we, what if we, uh, we've got this portal here in Waterdeep. Why not just take a portal from here, and then we can go do that another time there, Red. I mean, well, come on, is, J- hold Jack, on. You do, Jack can but, stay with Torin Dor- and but a little Dor- bit longer. Torin, that portal goes to Yadda, which means there's a portal in Yadda as well. Oh, oh, right, right. It's okay. You've had a few cleaning beers. Well, <laughs> I guess one more guess. cleaning beer. Mop the bucket. Cleaning beer. I mean, it's the way to do chores. My main thinking was that you know, uh, poor Torin is uh, Jack has got to leave Torin again, and I mean, he's sort of saying this, maybe not necessarily directly to Torin and Jack. No, and in fact, Torin is busy right now. He's got a couple of new wait staff that he was able to hire with the money that you retrieved oh, from. Oh, already? Yeah, so it's been a couple of hours that you Just guys have been walk out the street. Like, <laughs> Anyone need work? I got some gems here. Who wants to clean a bar? I got experience in uh, fine dining. <laughs> Doran, you must want to leave Waterdeep too. You got some pressing issues. Doran, it's okay. There's there's a lot of stuff. If I was going to stay here, we could contribute a whole lot of things, make life around here different, but we can't. We got to we got to trust our guts and get every piece of information we can cuz we got to write the ordning and save the world. And I hmm. I'm with Red. I'll tell you what, Jack, that makes me feel a whole lot better because if that's where you're at, that's where I'm at too. Uh, I was just trying to be, you know, accommodating. Thank you. To be totally honest. Off we go. What do you say, Kraloth? Where would Yarda be located on a map? And you can tell Kraloth is is a little bit shaken. Um, but J- uh, Jack pulls up a map. No, the table- no. Red snaps his fingers, and a shitty version pulls up <laughs> before Jack can do it. I see Jack lift his fingers, and Red snaps them, and this really crappy minor illusion goes up right in front of Jack's face yeah, as he's like, yeah. his fingers are up, and it's really terrible. And you kind of can see where Yarder is. It's somewhere between here and Mirabar. It's like up north near the Desert Valley. And he's like, there, it's there. Jack can't help but like nudge some of the pieces of it around just to put them in place like it's a little bit goofy. Don't touch my illusion. <laughs> but this one, Red, you've been reading that book. Uh, no, I haven't been reading any book. This is my own doing. And he snaps his fingers again and it, 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 it disappears with a fart. It's like. <laughs> Speaking of books, actually, can I borrow that uh, Charles Lothjaghorn dragon one again? I have a question that I wanted to answer. Uh, what, what was the question? I might have it just off the top of my head. Yeah, well, the book will too. It's a personal thing. And he winks at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. You don't have to give it to me now, just maybe in the next hour. 
And look, if we're going to go to Yada, let's also try to use this as a bit of a resetting point for ourselves, you know? We've had a really tough week of it after going to Jalanthar and mm. seeing those evil dwarves and, and having mm. all that nonsense mm. with Harshnag. Mm. It's felt really heavy. I would love to go to a new place and, and get that sense of wonder we do when we got into Amphail and that other place that, I guess not... Belliard? Radagascar or something? Rosalantar? Rosalantar! Rosalantar! What about the Rosalantar? That was right here on the map. I just feel like... You missed it. Uh, I feel like we should have a little bit of a, of a break. Look, I get it. This is some world-ending shit. But if we don't also take a little bit of an emotional break every once in a while, then we are going to drive ourselves loony. Believe me, I know! Who needs an emotional break? I don't need an emotional break. Doran says with a stunted face. Doran, you're drinking more than I've ever seen you drink before. I think that's because you need a little bit of a break. You okay, Doran? Don't need a break. As he's looking around for another cup for more beer. I just need another. And now he's like drinking whatever he can find on the tables. Stuff that hasn't been picked up but has been half drunk. All I'm saying is that there is a pressing issue. And the last time we've taken a few moments to ourselves and when we had all that terrible downtime in the forest and don't get me wrong it was fun and it was a wonderful wedding but i also think we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves emotionally not just physically and i want to treat yata at least personally as a bit of a start i'd love to do some shopping and take a look around before we head up hmm interesting come on boys viewing the emotional health as opposed to the health of the realm and the the direness of each situation, recognizing that emotional health is just as valuable as physical health. Exactly. Jack, you must know this. You've heard stuff. You've read books. I'm sure you recognize the importance of taking time for yourself, too. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the problem is you're being shady as shit, though. Mm. So there's kind of like a uh, an awkward silence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to have fun. Doran, you with me? And I hold out props to Doran. Of course. Let's do this. That's my boy. Team, Team awesome, awesome Boys. boys. <laughs> Team Corpse Inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're right behind you. <laughs> Says it all. And Doran, with a bit of a hop and a skip, you can still tell there's something nagging at the back of Doran's eyes he looks just, at you, you can tell through the skipping empty. that it's just a little just bit it's so glassy skipped. you can see right through the bottom too. <laughs> he like smiles and says yeah and then the smile quickly fades and he <laughs> continues to follow you but i'd say we go then as long as we're okay with it we'll give you plenty of time to say goodbye to torn and maybe we should skip over there to today yeah, absolutely we should go we got to figure out what this coin is all about and have some fun <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to try some of the, the, the culinary delights of Yarder. There's my friend, and I but, give Kraloth a big hug. Don't finish that butt sentence. We Ow. Nobody wants to hear from your butts, Kraloth. Don't finish it. I'll avoid the beans then. <laughs> so as Red kind of leads the way, I hang back with Kraloth and Jack for a moment, and I, and I just kind of mention on the side, I say, you know, I think if there's anybody that really needs this, it's, it's Red. Hmm. You, you can tell he's... He's really projecting and he's really striving for some uh, some break here. So let's let's give him what he wants, eh? Huh. Uh, you, but he seems so happy all the time. You're saying that maybe he isn't? I think uh, I think maybe he just does that to make us feel okay about everything. If I had to guess, there's still something going on in that 
that animal's mine, and I'm not entirely sure what it is. Well, he did just have to say goodbye to his daughter, too. Yeah. Meanwhile, Red is like, Torin, 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 Torin. Speaking of Torin, <laughs> yeah. Torin sees you guys sort of getting ready to roll out the door, and he uh, he nods at you from across the bar, Jack. Mm-hmm. I uh, make my way over to him. So it looks like you guys are getting ready to go. Pretty soon, yeah. <sighs> well, I, I'm going to say it. Jack, it sucks. Yep. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. Um, I'm going to try not to get you in any more trouble while I'm <laughs> gone. And uh, got Krayla there to scoop me up off the floor if, if I need it. So you get some people who can do that for you hired back in here soon, okay? I'm working on it. Um, I love you. I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can. And I think you guys share like a really sweet kiss and embrace Absolutely. together for a few minutes yeah. and just like cherish that like last minute together the way yeah. that people do when they're saying goodbye, you know? As Jack and Torin exchange this meaningful moment, Jack steps aside and leaves and directly behind Jack is Torin. He's like, okay, Torin. Good to see you again. It's like, he really just like ruins that moment of like, you know, the quiet walk away. And there, there's almost a change in Jack's step as he's, as he's walking away. Like it, it's, there's a point he's reached maybe where he feels more sure about what he's got to do next than he hasn't in a long time. And so there's, there's almost the, the last step outside the door has a little yeah. bit more oomph in it than the, than the ones before it. And Kraloth is out there holding the door for you. And, uh, he makes eye contact with you and says, you sure you're ready to do this? The Nightstone's floor has got to be ready for anything, right? <laughs> well, then let's go. And he closes the door, wraps you in his big arm, and uh, you begin walking down the street together. So you head back to the City of the Dead. Mm-hmm. That's right. Back to the tomb where you know this uh, teleportation circle is. Red deftly leads you there. Mm-hmm. There's some kids like messing around in the cemetery. It's like, you know, dinner time-ish. Just like a, a little gang of uh, assorted races of children that have all like come to the cemetery to be like cool. Oh, you're a nice little diverse group of people. <laughs> Hello. It makes me think of like what a mother in Waterdeep might yell to those kids. Like, keep your eyes out for necromancers while you're playing in the, <laughs> the graveyard or something. You, you can't know? stay out past midnight or the necromancers will get you. Come home. Last one to the tree is a rape. Keep an eye out for <laughs> were creatures. Don't go in the sewers. The abolis will eat you. <laughs> Let's play humans and taxes. Oh, no. Humans and taxes. And there's like a. A crew of mourners there also, people mm. dressed in dark colors who are attending some funeral procession, some mourners there, you know, off to the side. This place is not as deserted as it was when you came through the first time. You make your way to the mausoleum, this carved granite statuary. And on the outside of this mausoleum is carved the word Myrna. Do you remember that this is the passphrase that you need? Mm. Uh, foul. Do we have to be careful about so many people? Like, is this a secret? Do people know about these? Or should we be like, should we cast Fog Cloud and just kind of yeah. be discreet? <laughs> Red's like half reaching for an arrow. You said Fog Cloud? 
uh, maybe we should, you know, be discreet about this. There's like nothing more discreet than a big cloud of fog. <laughs> I, I feel like pass without trace would have been the one I reached for, but that's well, the <laughs> okay. But but also to be fair, like this is the city of the dead. I feel like Doran's kind of watching our back as we're walking, mm. and you know the kids that we passed were like twenty minutes ago, and the people that were mourning, yes. were like you know like a mile away. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm picturing them like all around yeah, us. Yeah, it's like right a now. 12 foot wide cemetery. Yeah. No, this is like yeah. like many city blocks <laughs> wide right, right. and yeah. like like rolling hills of graves. Yes, the tombstones extend hmm. farther north and south than you can really comprehend or measure. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So then then it's busy but like we're still discreet like we don't need to worry about uh, i think doran but doran does like follow behind and he is kind of keeping an eye out because that did go through my mind funny enough how mm. secretive do we yeah be? you guys are cautious you sort of like pretend like you're just looking at the mausoleum and <laughs> nonchalant whistling we're pretty stonework oh it's a good thing we always come here on these days to mourn our dead friend in this here mausoleum Jack, I can't whistle. Create a minor illusion of me whistling and I'll purse my lips. You know, you could make you could make a whistle illusion too, you know. If I did that, I, I wouldn't need you, friend. And I place a hand on your shoulder as if that's meaningful. You go inside. There are a couple of carved marble mourners and you recognize one of them as the stone golem that's going to animate for you. Myrna. And she does <laughs> the the... Morning woman stands and grabs the top of this sarcophagus, takes the lid off of this heavy tomb, and reveals staircase going down. Cool. There are some cool. lights in the depths there, and she patiently waits this stone creature holding the lid for you to enter. Time to be sarcophagus. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> <laughs> Doran so and guys, Alex I get laughed. it now. <laughs> oh, Red, you didn't laugh. I don't get it, Kraloff. Oh, grave humor is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that one got me. You head down inside. It's the same half-elf woman who had permitted you entrance the previous evening. Hello again. Do you ever leave this place? I do, but uh, my shift is... Night times, and it's just started, but... That's all right. Welcome. Say, so do us a favor. Um, when you do leave this place, just run this through whatever, you know, list you got and see if these people are goodies or baddies. And I hand her the list that we took from the people who came into the bar. If any of them are dead, then they're probably being targeted by a couple assassins that uh, belong to this crest. Show them, Kraloth. What list? Oh, sorry, Jack, we forgot to tell you. We got this list from the people who tried to kill you. People tried to kill our friend Jack. It was really cool. Shall I take a copy? Please. And she brings the list back to the writing desk and she scrawls down the names and then hands you the list back. Thanks. I'll take a look. Hey, Jack, you don't recognize any of these, do you? And I hold it up for you. I, I'm going to assume I don't know any of the, the names or my... You don't, except one of them, you know, belongs to a noble family in Waterdeep. Which one? The Margaster family. Cool. Criminy Margaster, a, a, a noble. Um, never met him personally, but... Oh. And I turn to the lady and I just say, and maybe check out them and make sure they're safe. If these are nobles, they could be targeted by these assassins. Just a fair warning. Yeah, well, you're part of the Harper's Guild. Isn't this what you guys do? I mean, we're part of the Harper's Guild. And I wink loudly to her. And she winks back at you. I will 
take this uh, to my boss, the big mage. Is he physically big or is he just high up in the order? Both, actually. Cool. Like our friend Kraloth. Hello. Dorn is just standing there kind of taking this all in like a stunned child. Kraloth's got the stunned child thing going on, too. <laughs> Jack's a little exhilarated on the other end. I haven't teleported this much since I was a kid. It's kind of kind of like a... I was going to say kind of like a roller coaster, but that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh, it's, a dwarven it's, mine cart. It's thrilling. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, uh, are we ready to go through a portal? Let's do it. We're going to go to Yada, please. Uh, step right up. And she sort of positions you all within the teleportation circle. And again, you feel this familiar shimmer and... Oh. A very bright light just snaps into focus. All the runes shimmer in this, like, frosty blue color. And then you are pulled through the portal. A new city, a new start, a new beginning. Thanks once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Perrin Karisti, Mary Karniski, Jessica Orit, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Doug, Katie Orit, and Merlin. See you soon! Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.